And we are back Hello. at the Thanks for Sharing podcast. We are bought, brought to you by. Bought? Brought. It's brought. Bort, bort. We are bought to you by Dan Rouse at Cherry Hill Mitsubishi, KO Pest Control, KCD Construction, Pace Roofing, Colt Recording, Hoover Delivery Service, ERT Restoration, J Bo's Creations. That's a new one. Art History, Black, uh, not, yeah, Kelsey Kool Aid Art, who's currently working at Through Being Cool. Follow her. She's great. Had a great Fourth of July barbecue. It was a fun time. Sharky's Barbershop, Artie Realty, Bone Marrow, Capital Adjustment, Santini's Grill, A-plus Insurance at Tyson and Caster in the Boulevard. Very nasty. And mm-hmm. IV Innovations. Mm-hmm. That is a solid list, bro. We tried. Bro, that's uh, great. I have people just hitting me up, and they're like, yo, give the business a shout out. I love that. Yeah. That's incredible. A lot of nasty up in there. We keep it nasty. I dude. love that. Uh, my uh, love that. my boy Brandon Novak, pretty well known skater. He uh, was on here and he was like, "Your fucking sponsorship thing sounds like an AA meeting." I said, "It is." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Good call." I never thought of it. That was You're not good. wrong. Yeah, that was pretty good. He is not wrong. That was pretty good. I have Vasily in the building. Hello, how are you? A true Nisti. True Nisti. True Nisti. True Greek too. Va- very Greek. My Gre- boy George was on here, and he's Gre- the Greek. And after talking to you for like I'm thirty Greek minutes, you're Greek as fuck. Dude. I'm Greek as fuck. Yeah, I have Malaka. I think like four or five Greek tattoos and one American tattoo. They're like very Greek. I have no national. I have some clovers. Two on Two of them so are I naked guess. men, which I always get made fun of about. Who cares? Yeah, I don't. But the inside do. of my lip says "jam it." So you think, <laughs> which I didn't think about <laughs> until after I got it. <laughs> That'll go away though. <laughs> it's still there. It's been. It's in there good. How long? Oh man, it's in there good. I don't think I've ever um, seen one that good. Yeah, actually. Mark, do you remember when you got your jam it tattoo? He has a jam it. He has it on his leg with a cassette tape. <laughs> Do you remember when you got it? Yeah, uh, 2017, I think. Yes, so I got mine shortly after. 2017. That looks pretty fresh. Me and him were telling people to jam it all the time, and I was like, I'll get it inside my lip. And then I realized it's a little gay. Like outside of the tramp stamp, that's probably the second. I have considered getting a bullseye on my lower back just to go for it. Just in case, you know. Yeah, just to go for it. And people are like, oh, you got anything on your back? And I'm like, funny you say that. Got a bullseye on my lower back. But then people might go for it. Whatever. You're not afraid of the repercussions? I never been scared. Not being put in a woman's position like that. <laughs> yeah, true. No. I mean, to quote Bone Crusher, I ain't never scared. Uh, so Eastside? I should <laughs> yeah. love that. Cameron on the re- I love that. I tried song. talking to this one girl I work with. She young girl. She's like 19 or 20. I forget what she is. But uh, I was like, I was like, you know what Bone Crusher said? She said, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm like, Bone Crusher to the shit. Bone Crusher, <laughs> yeah. bro. I was I'm, like, you remember Little John? I was like, it's pretty much that. Except he had a, a fat dude. He had another song called Fat Man Stomp, yeah. which I love. You're I an advocate? You yeah. yeah. It went fat man stomp. Womp, 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 womp. It's that's, incredible. That's good anthem to just it's incredible to just listen and to. He's a large man. He is a large man. He's a large man. Does a lot for the community. Atlanta. Yeah. I don't know if he does, but I, it's just something to say. He's still know? around. He's still around. He's still respected. Well, they did a dumb ugly video and they were talking about Bone Crusher and he liked it on Instagram. That's pretty cool. So they made Bone Crusher relevant again. <laughs> that's pretty cool. That maybe they can do the same with Bubba Sparks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why not? He'll start cooking. I, know. I was listening to Luda today, and I was like... I like Luda. 
Very underrated, dude. Here's the thing. He's not from Atlanta, so they don't like him in Atlanta. So yeah. imagine, like, where you're from is the biggest rap place, and everywhere else loves you, but they don't. Yeah. Where's he from? Chicago. Man? Oh, he's a... He's he was, like, an Atlanta radio... No, radio. Yeah, and, like, uh, a radio guy. Oh, okay. Chris Lover Lover Show. I think it was Mr. Lover Lover. Like, that was his, like, radio name. Yeah. He just has such clever punchlines that it's just hard to not I miss like. him rapping. Fuck the Fast and the Furious. More for anything. I have been losing it over the memes lately. I, first of all, I hate the franchise, except for Tokyo Drift, which I love. Um, it's the only one I... And that's like the least... The first two weren't bad. They weren't good. <laughs> that's true. They weren't. Like, people will tell you like it's cinema, and I'll be like, no, bro. Yeah, that's not cinema. We're we the got a cinema buff here. Were the cars dude. cool? <laughs> Yes. I'm not a car guy. Could I watch like Le Mans or like F1? Like I could watch real racing. You know what I mean? Nah, I'm not with the Fast and the Furious shit. Fuck all that. I have a nasty problem where I'm too easily entertained that I'll never, I rarely will I watch a movie and be like, that sucked. I'm a little snobby. Okay. I don't even watch, like I said, I was telling you, I don't do a lot of comedy because I don't think a lot of it's good. I watch a lot of like heavy stuff. You know what I mean? Comedy's a tough one. If you're good, you're good. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. weird, but like, it's, uh, I think it's the hardest thing to do. Like, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a stand up comedian, actually. Okay. I really did. And the nuns beat it out of me. So yeah. I did the next hardest thing, which is be a white rapper. So at least I have a DJ playing background. Like, I have something. You have someone up there with you. It's not even if that dude don't know me from a can yeah. of paint, I, got my, I have my music, you know? Um, whereas <laughs> it's just you, the microphone, these strangers, you know, and your your heart, your life. Yeah, it's 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 very intimidating. One time I was at a show in North Philly, and they wanted me to perform without my music. Like he wasn't going to download it from a link, and they didn't yeah. tell me to bring just anything. Do an acapella really yeah, quick, and I'm like, I am the lone fleck of salt in a pepper shaker right now. Like I need, like I'll do it, but I need, like you got to give me my music, like. You're not just going to let me up there right now without like that bang and that boom so people know what time it is. You yeah, know? you need the bang and the boom. Whereas you, when you get a show and you go up there, you don't know what's going on in that crowd. Well, my first ever show that wasn't an open mic was uh, 310's record release show. Okay. Which I... That's uh, your twin, right? Yeah, twin yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my mom met him, and I was like, Mom, that's, you know, he was on Long I Order. have a twin similar. His name's Ghetto MC. I don't know if you know Ghetto. Uh, yeah, I'm familiar. But unlike me, being fat and white, he's tall Skinny and, black and thin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. And black as well. Uh, yeah, also as well as black. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I think I was very white at 310 show. There was a lot of brothers there. I was not there. He makes dope music, though. He does. 310 is dope. Whatever yeah. he does, whatever he wants to he's do. He's a creature. He's not from this planet, dude. Yeah, like, they set me up. His very first Marston House freestyle, the very first one he ever... We None of us know him. You go before him or after him? I go after him. They ask me if it's okay Yeah. if he goes before me. I take one look at 310. Yeah! And I'm like, this dude is about to set everything on fire. This is what goes in my head because, like, looking how he looks, he's um, he has to be a monster. There's yeah. no way they brought him. That was like their guy. You know what I mean? Like they're setting me up. Yeah, for sure. And sure enough, first words out of his mouth are "burn your house down." Yeah, and he just starts smashing shit. I'm like, oh, they did set me up. Then ironically, his house burnt down later That's in life. Fucking horrible. It is horrible. Mm. He moved, man. I miss. He him. did move. I, mean, I thought I saw him a lot. He's down south. I, I think know. North Carolina. He was from down there. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. So, Fayetteville, yeah. I believe. Yeah, which I heard is. I hope he's, he's in a good place. But I heard it's a rough. Fayetteville is yeah. a rough place, from what I understand. It's where your boy came from, dude. Who? J. Cole. Oh, I'm not a yeah, yeah not, not, not a fan. my boy. No, I said no. your boy sarcastically. He's he good. Right. He did good. You did so good. You got me. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, J. Cole, uh, while I, I do like him like as a dude, and I give him a ton of credit for the way he does things. Tons of credit, right? Mm-hmm. I don't like the music. He's not so so good. A- very average. Painfully average sometimes, I think. I think. he's very good. Many people Agreed do. Agreed degree. No, Agreed. many people do. And uh, I like the fact that he wins. It makes me feel good when J. Cole wins, yeah. even though I don't like his music per se. Yeah. When we were at the Fubicue. Oh, nice. When I missed you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a certain rapper there who will remain nameless. And I know probably just does not watch this, so who cares? I could say his name, but sure, I'm not going sure. to. Sure, protect the innocent. He pulled, yeah, protect the innocent. He pulled up to the barbecue, and it was that came out right when J Cole's new album came mm-hmm. out. And he said, "Everyone here is better at rapping than J Cole." And I'm I not, said, "That's not true." I don't know if that's not true. I don't know if that's not true. Um, he said, "Everyone though." Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. He said, "Everyone." You're not better at rapping than J. You were there. Yeah, right? so. I'm not. So yeah, no J Cole and like I liked him early on. Yeah, and then I heard Born Sinner and it was oh I didn't like that. You didn't like Born Sinner? No, nah, mm-hmm. I tried mm-hmm. to do uh, 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Like Love that. Recently, like on the way to work, give it a proper. Yeah, and I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. I thought he missed a little bit when he started putting out major ones. I thought that one was brilliant. Which one? 2014 Forest oh, Hills Drive. But everybody says that's the yeah. one. Friday Night Lights is my favorite. The mixtape before he dropped like a studio album. Yeah, like I didn't, you know, I liked Who Dat a lot. Yeah, that, that was a great good. song. That is a good song. I expected more of that. Yeah, but no, big uh, hip hop. I didn't know he was from Fayette Hill, Fayetteville, North Carolina. I didn't know that. No, yeah, he's always shouting out the Ville. Mm. 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 Oh, Dreamville it. Records. Yeah, man. Uh, it's all coming together. Dollar and a they got a guy named Boss. So that also, secondly, just sits in my craw a bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Too similar. Too similar. Too similar. It's kind of big, too. Yeah. Is J.I.D. with them? I don't know. I saw him live before. That kid could go a little bit. And he's on Conway's new album. Uh, Him and Luda. You should check that song out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I saw J.I.D. live in Atlanta. Griselda's one of those things where I just don't listen to it, but everything I heard, I'm like, this is so good. Why don't I listen to this? There's a lot of it. Maybe that's It's kind of like we're talking about in the Because what, they just did that DMX song? Fire. After DMX died, look, I was like, early, so early in the Griselda stuff, you know. So I love seeing everybody like in, in with the movement. It makes me feel good. Yeah, so it I makes lo- you I think love- that hip hop can come back. Well, they signed like because of them, people are doing things. Yeah, you know, like things are are very different, and you can make money without having to stream. I yeah. think that's what they prove. Like you can make a lot of money without doing things the way other people do business. There's a business. You know, then they, and they made it their market. It may have not even been there. Like other people were doing big things, like Rock Marcy and Action Bronson. Yeah. But they made up, like used that you know impetus, and then poof, busted the doors wide open. And now there's a huge market for merch, and vinyl, and CDs are worth money. You know, like who would have ever thought you buy a CD to listen to? And we were growing up. Now. Yeah. People buy CDs and tapes as collectible items, and you still stream everything yeah. or have the. I MP3s. remember going to the wall, man. Yeah, like that's how you got music. Yeah. What was your first tape or first CD? First album? Yeah. Let's see. Which is weird because I always forget the year it came out. Uh, the first thing my mom ever bought me, we went to the wall. I was like uh, four or five. I was oh, like into car- kindergarten. It you're was a kid. Uh, 1996 Eternal. Bone Thugs and Harmony. I, I actually bought that for a friend of mine. Which I feel like was like their address in Cleveland, like a street. It's 1999. Yeah. I love that stuff. 
that's, why that's not it, the year it came out. No. Yeah, it came out way before that. At that point, young. they had three straight years on a box with having the number one song. Yeah. The first one, Thuggish Ruggish Bone, from yeah. the first album. And then Crossroads. And then, and then Crossroads, the last one, and in between. First of the month. First of the month. Yeah. So they were on Smash. It's an all-time favorite song. Not a lot of rappers from Cleveland. No. Not a lot of people from Cleveland. It's it's. I mean, there's people there. Don't get me wrong. Northeast Philly might be bigger than yeah. Cleveland. LeBron, you know. Akron. Yeah, but you know. Akron. True. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Not a fan. Eh, he yeah. can rap. I don't like his music most of the time. Yeah. He's got a couple bops, as the kids would say. Well, I'm like real into like pop punk. Like Newfound Glory is my favorite band, and everyone's like, "Did you listen to his pop punk album?" I'm like, my first, no. my first tape, first album. I was nine years old. Was Green Day. Dookie. Green Day. Dookie. Yep. Pop. And I don't like pop punk, but I like that. That's a classic right there. I don't. Uh, that was really good. The big Green Day guy. Yeah, never I fell out of love with them. Like bands I listened to as a kid, like Blink One Eighty Two, I loved. I cannot listen to them if they're on right now. One of my favorite bands who I like and still listen to, but it's not all good. Is Corn? Like I grew up loving Corn. Sick. I love, but then like sometimes, especially after the first two albums, everything just kind of gets me upset. Yeah, dude. When they put "Follow the Leader" out yet again, I went to the wall and I bought it, and uh, I didn't read the cover. I don't know if you know this, but like the first like fourteen minutes are silent. Uh, so tracks one through 14 are nothing. So yeah. I thought the CD was broken. You took it back? No, I just, uh, you know, someone read it finally. And they're like, did you not read the front of this? That's when I that? fell out of love with like hard uh, alternative yeah. music and went into hip hop. That album. Yeah. I went and bought that in Cherry Hill with my mom. Somebody got me like a gift certificate. And I went to Sam Goody or whatever, Coconuts, or The Wall, whatever it was called at the yeah. time. Yeah. And I bought that album and I listened to it. I was like, this is, every song is the same. Yeah. And I love Todd McFarlane. I love that cover, you know? And yeah. I really went in, like, I just went straight into hip-hop. It was my freshman year at Judge, right before the year started. And, like, McGuire and Sosa were in the home run race. And I remember being like, well, this is a changing of things. Yeah. And I felt like I was kind of done with, you know, the WDRE, Y100. Yeah. Y got into the hip-hop, and, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I always liked hip-hop. I did, but not like a. I became like. Obviously, Bone Thugs was my first album I ever got, you know? Bone Thugs. Like, I tried. And Dookie was around that same time, too. So. I tried with CDs. My first CD, I tried to buy Junior Mafia, and my dad took one look at it and was like, Mafia? Yeah. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. No. So I got uh, Smashing Pumpkins, Melancholy, and the Infinite Sadness. Nice. And that was a letdown. That hurt that me. That was bit. a letdown. I'm not a big Smashing Pumpkins guy. I like Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, that right. sold like 10 million albums or 6 million albums, but yeah. I, it wasn't. For me, they pulled the old rope dope. They yeah. dropped like two hard records, yeah, and everything else on the album was soft. Mm -hmm. Pussy. That's a letdown. Mm -hmm. What was the first hip hop album that got that did it for you? I bought two from uh, like Columbia House at the same time, and they yeah. had the same single, Warren G. Regulate and the Above the Rim soundtrack. Ah, nice. So yeah. early on, I started out with a West Coast vibe for sure. Yeah, I was definitely into Dre and Snoop and stuff like that. Yeah. Space Jam, phenomenal soundtrack. Yeah, and that like combined like Miami bass music too. Yeah, you know, with like hardcore rap. Yeah, and There's who that, doesn't like all that? Dude. That Buster Rhymes, Method Man, Be Real, Be an LL. Is it LL? And I think Coolio's on it too. Maybe it might be Coolio. Maybe LL's on it. I'm well, I'm thinking sure. LL Cool J. It might just be Coolio is what I'm remembering. I think both of them might be on it, dude. Yeah, man. They made they made the new ones coming out, and that hurts my. Fucking, yeah, it's gonna be terrible. It hurts my soul, and I'm gonna bro. see it, but it's gonna be terrible. It hurts my soul that yeah. they did. Why? Why? They made the Looney Tunes CGI. They're not even animated, which there's no need for that. 
look, it's just no need for this movie. This movie does not have to happen. It really doesn't, man. I don't, especially for a guy who doesn't want to be compared to somebody to do. Like, you're asking for all of it. You wore his number. You're you're doing the same movie. You're asking for all of it. You, I mean, and I'm not a... I'm not a non-fan. Of, like, I like LeBron, but I also cheer when terrible things. I'm like every other year with him, dude. He does something that just, like, I fuck with him, and I'm like, he really is that good. We're the same age, so I always then watch his life. something happens, and I'm like, I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, I just watch his life, and we're like, we're the same age, so I'm like, mm. Yeah, that's upsetting, ain't it? A Sometimes. little bit. Like, little I remember bit. being 18 and 18-year-old pro basketball players, and I'm like. And he was, like, the one, too. Yeah. I remember watching him come up. Like, he was, like, it. He was there's I don't think we've seen anything like him since. Like there are other great players. Yeah. But not like a phenom who we all knew. Yeah, no, he really does He does a lot, man. He's great. He is I think great. he's a great player. But I just every other year. I think I hated him this year. So I love year, watching his hair fall out though. Yeah, he's doing I it. love when he acts like he gets hurt and the hockey fans shit on him. Yeah. It's Dude, a, it's always flopping in basketball is quite comical. It's nowadays. it's bad now. Yeah, it's bad. it's wor- it's like soccer. They watch soccer. Yeah, and like James Harden and Trey Young have made like an art and science out of the flop. Yeah, and Trae I kind of hate them for it. Ugly motherfucker. He's got weird. He's not like he's not ugly, but then like if you really look at his hair, yeah. his teeth, there's something there where you want to make fun of him. You yeah, know? I think you can do that with anyone if you just look at him long enough. You're like, oh, but he's hateable. Yeah. He's, He's good though. I think Trey Young. Is I great. liked him in Oklahoma. Not that I'm a big college sports guy, but I did like. When people him in hated, Oklahoma. not that I watched a lot, but when people hated, I watched him play. Like this kid's for real. Yeah. He's gonna be for real. I didn't quite understand what like they're like. He's not I gonna watched. be as good as a pro. I'm like, I think he'll be because you can shoot more as a pro. Yeah, I know? watched one like one Oklahoma game and he had like 27 assists and I was like, oh, that's insane. He did that against the Sixers. I think that not, maybe not the game. I went to the 26 point. Yeah. I'm wearing a Sixers shirt right now. I'm yeah. Very, it's all, Under the Habs jersey. Yeah, it's very sad. The yeah, Habs jersey sad. is sad, too. But How do you not, think I feel? I got the Sixers logo tattooed on my thumbs. It's just there. For I love the Sixers, though. I do, too. Um, I didn't root for them for years. I wasn't a big Iverson guy, and I yeah. didn't like Billy King. Okay. So, like, in that era, I, I wanted, like, and I, when they would do, kill it, I'd be behind them, but it was hard, yeah. you know. Looking back, though, I had Iverson every night on my TV, right. and that's a privilege, man. That was a privilege. A special dude. He's the best. My buddy almost fought him at a casino. He's a douche. Yeah. 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 Good for him, though. You know what I mean? No, but <laughs> we'll take his baggage. Yeah, we'll take Here's his the baggage. thing. If you're super talented, I'll put up with a lot of your baggage. See Biz over there. You know what I'm saying? Like, True. If you got a lot of talent, I'll stomach your bullshit yeah. to an extent, you know? Um, Royce, I think, in a song said something like, uh, if, you, if you're whack, you're someone I don't like as a person. Yeah. And so for me, like, the reverse of that's also true. Like, if you're dope, like, if it can come with some shit, yeah. you know? But like, with great uh, power comes great responsibility. <laughs> exactly. Type of deal. And like, you know, dumb rappers need teaching, so you yeah. got to help these I don't know if my baggage is overwhelming for you yet. I know it's been like 20 minutes, but I don't know. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I like the you know what? At least you're honest. You know what I'm saying? Ah, I found it's the best policy. So, like, as long as you're there, then I can, you know, then I can see eye to eye with a lot of people. You just got to be, you know, your nasty self. You're just ugly. You know, True. just be that person. That's me, man. And work on that guy. Yeah, the same guy you see on that poster. That's sitting right here. He only looks much happier than I've ever seen you. Yeah, he does look happy, right? He looks very happy. I'm mostly happy. I'll joke that I'm depressed a lot, which is just not, you know. I'm, I'm depressed. To, yeah. I, I go to therapy for that shit, uh, for sure. Mazel, dude, good, take care of yourself, Oh, dude. fuck yeah. Look, at some point, 
a little while back, I tried to shoot a rap video and I laid down on the ground and caught vertigo. Yeah. And then uh, I started taking care of my back. Then I came downstairs one day and my roommate had the show Charmed on. And the Smiths song, uh, How Soon Is Now, is the theme song. And I listened to it and I cried. I got in my car. I ran it straight. Cried probably every day for a month. And then I saw therapy. Then I had my therapist dump me. I had my very first therapist dump me. And I'll explain to you. This is where we talked a little bit about this earlier. He asked me to go to Overeaters Anonymous. Yeah. So I'm fat. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't really want to, dude. Yeah. But like, you really think I should go? He's like, just, just go. Just check it out. It's like an attack on a personal level. That's probably not even mental health. He's like, I think you need to do this while you're at it. Well, look, he, <laughs> he just wanted to put me in like some structure. Yeah. You know, and when you you have a problem with something, uh, structure helps, right? Um, so I went to a couple of these Overeaters Anonymous. I bought the literature, you know. I'll never go back to anything like that ever again. I think it made me feel worse, me personally. Just different creatures there, huh? Yeah. Like, you know, people just, I thought... You know, and like obviously the food is the solution, and the alcohol, the narc, like that's your solution, right? But people just pick fights with themselves in there a lot, and I was like, look, I need to do less of that. You know what I mean? Like I felt like it was triggering behavior for me. You know? Yeah. Um, and then he was like, all right, you don't have to go. Whatever. And a couple Especially months when you later, got a dude my size saying they ordered pizza. Why would they do that for me? That's what you're telling me. Yeah, before. bro, they're <laughs> smaller than you, like yeah. a small man. Yeah. And he was like, it happened at work today. And I was like, what was so bad? He was like, they ordered pizza and just gave it to everybody. <laughs> and I was like, well, you ain't got to eat the pizza, dude. Like, But it's just sitting. And I was like, all right. You know? I have done that with pizza myself. Mind you, like at my job, <laughs> we used to have like a smorgasbord of treats. Like, So I hear where he's coming from. Right. But like that is not anybody else's problem but yours yeah you know what i mean then there's a lady who bought like a 200 worth of frozen foods and, and just threw it all out because it was bad food and i'm like i don't need to be around this me yeah. personally that's negative energy right there dude so then um because i was smoking pot at the time my therapist like oh, i want you to try to go to see a behavioral health guy downstairs once for like you know substance I'm like, all right. I go, I see this dude. I'm like, I don't want to go see that dude again. He's like, well, I, then you're going to have to go to rehab after work. And I was like, rehab after work? The f- I don't even, I still don't know what that is. And he's like, well, look, if you don't do either of these things, like, I'm going to stop. And my therapist broke up with me right then and there, bro. Wow. Yeah. What a dick. Yeah, and I didn't go back to therapy for a while. It's not like he transitioned me to a new yeah. therapist or took any responsibility for my mental health. He's just like, all right, I'm out. Pretty much. Wow. Over I've, weed. Over weed. I felt let I felt hurt. Let and down. I know I should sound like an advocate being a sober guy, like be like, oh, but it's weed. It's, you know what yeah. I mean? Look, <laughs> it's a substance. Yeah. And like I saw MC Search recently was on Drink Champs. I don't know if you've ever watched that podcast, but he's been sober for 10 years. And they were like goading him to be like, well, what are you sober from or whatever? And he was like, weed. And Nori laughed in his face. Yeah. He was like, you know, I feel like the guy from How High. Like, you know what I mean? Like, boo this man, you know? Half-baked. Yeah, half-baked, half you, half you got it. from marijuana. You ever suck? Yeah, you got well, it. Well, every time I've been in rehab, I only went three times. I know a lot of people who have been way more than me. Sure. But I remember every time I went, there was at least like one kid whose parents sent him there for weed. 
But he and didn't that's go, like going to upstate prison for jaywalking. But he or she didn't go there for that reason, you know? They wasn't this was like Search's choice and it worked and he's ten yeah. years clean and like he has podcasts about being clean and like sobriety's a big part of his brand and what he's trying to do right now. Yeah. Um but like they straight made fun of him. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know, like weed's definitely def- a drug. Yeah. I you think know? people think it's a part of my brand because that's where I got the podcast name from. But it's also like it, I just like the name. Mm. It's a huge part of my life, you know, but I'm just like, yeah, who cares? You know, mm-hmm. it was my problem at the end of the day and to force it on other people be like, you get me. And I have a lot of sober people on here, but it's just. Yeah. And like people I'm, are fascinated by it. That's what it is. They're like, oh, man, your life must have been crazy. I'm like more sad. And that's everybody's case. It's more sad than crazy. Rarely do you get the rock star lifestyle and you're like, damn, that dude was a rock star. It seems like a lot of downs. Yeah, it's a lot of downs. Not so many ups. Yeah. You know? But people think it's wild. Like if you ever hear Young Miles' story over you there, you're a, like, that's wild. And you it's, guys like, have it's more family. sad. No, but you guys have families, though. Yeah, you we know do. What I'm saying? <laughs> like, even like, all right, a, a, a child molester's on another level, right? But even when that show came out, that's why I love that that fuck Chris Hansen is going down. He did some foul shit. Fuck him. Because when that show came out to catch a predator, like, you're not just putting that dude on national. Like, you know, that dude, is if he's a criminal, right, deserves a day in court. And, yeah. you know, you're putting him on a court of America. Like, the jury's America. Think about the fa- like the family has nothing to do with this, that everybody there is now stigmatized. Dude, I hated that show. Yeah. And then one dude popped himself. He did something. He built somebody for some money or something. Yeah, so he did tax fraud. And I was actually, when they dropped that news, I, I wrote a joke about it in stand-up. And I was like, because... It was your reaction someone gave. I was like, ah, oh, Chris Hansen's going to jail for tax fraud. And they're like, fuck him. Good, fuck that motherfucker. And yep. I was like, I was like, I was like, yeah, but I feel like, you know, part of him's the hero here. Like, no, fuck him. They're and like, also- that, no, th- what they said was, that's karma. And I said, well, he was stopping people from fucking kids. He was just fucking He could have just Sam. told the cops that and not make it entertainment. True. And so <laughs> this true. were fuck him. Like, that. he sold ads, bro. Yeah. And put a lot of money in his pocket yeah. at the misery of a lot of people. You yeah. know, I'm not with that. And at the end of the day, the show was invented by Cameron, who, like, had, like, a viral video talking about, you know what I'm going to do? And, like, came up with the idea yeah. for this, except where he would get violent instead of, like, bringing the authorities. And then shortly after, you Chris know. Chris Hansen. Yeah. And then his brother became the, uh, what's the NFL network? Red Zone. His yeah. brother's the Red Zone guy. So, they, you know, both of them. That's his up. brother? Yeah. Where do you think he goes to the toilet during those games? Do you think he just holds it the whole time? <sighs> I think he makes sure not to eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's kind of like all he's day. running like a, a marath- like a super marathon. Yeah. Like, you don't want to poop your pants like in the middle of what you do. My one buddy brings it up every season. He's like, do you, when do you think he goes to the bathroom? I'm like, I don't know. They don't really do breaks. They don't. That's why he's like, I'm just enamored by it. You know you what? Know? At the end, after like the we- the West Coast games, there's a little yeah. time maybe before like the, or does it cut off right there? It don't do to not, the, the late I don't know. Games. I think there's like little cutoffs if he has to pee. Like they go like, here's a. After I got shot, I stopped caring about sports so yeah. much. Because like no one wrote me, get better. Like my fantasy rap team needs you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I remember how much I would care about these athletes yeah, and they their don't lives. Care about us. Now look, when the birds won the Super Bowl, I was all in. Don't get me wrong. But like when things are bad, I don't have to be all in. That's yeah. why the Sixers shit hurts. Because like, I, uh, nah, a couple years. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas with the fills that they blow, whew, it's yeah. no sweat off I'm my s- back. I'm still pulling for Red October because I'm just a fucking I'm child. Fu- I, I want to see the fills win. Yeah. The fuck yeah. But I, like, I'm I not watching La 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 the games. Yeah. The Eagles are a whole different thing. Like, the Eagles. The Eagles. You, that was very nasty of you. You got to wa- I didn't know that. <laughs> That's how, like, you know, my, my, I'm an immigrant kid. So, like, yeah. my parents don't talk like that. So, when I went to judge, people be like, the Eagles. And I'd be like, the Eagles. Yeah, am I you saying know? it wrong? Did yeah. I not learn English right? And they'd be like, the Crick. I'd be like, Creek. Two E's. Yeah. I'm you know? a creek guy. I'm not a crick. Yeah. Yeah. One, I have a friend who believes that the crick is a smaller creek. He's like, you know, there's a creek, <laughs> which is like, this is a Delco dude. So, you know, yeah. part. Fucking Delco, dude. Dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. When, when they go down Just a creek. want to see my daughter. <laughs> <when> they, <laughs> but yeah, the crick and the creek. Uh, does anybody else say crick but us? Just us, right? I say creek. I'm a creek guy myself. Me too. I'm a creek guy. But I switch it up sometimes. I, mean, I don't. Really, I only crick. say creek to Easters and Delkite. Yeah, you gotta. You know, you gotta. The, I watched that Mayor of Easton show. I haven't seen it. Good. And so Delco. Really? She's like, oh, fucking Wawa, get an oogie. Yeah. It's a fascinating accent. Yeah. Which people say I have sometimes. A, little, a, yeah. a, a bit. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like right now, we're talking. I don't think it's that bad. Yeah. Watching you, you know, through a little phone. When I do. Yeah. Yeah. It comes out. Mm-hmm, for I've, sure, I've gotten that you're you're Philadelphia garbage, and I'm like, okay. I, but look, I love to hear it. Yeah, you know. But a lot of my niesty friends, and I've talked about it on here, are just very t- territorial. They're like, you're from Ben Salem, though. Whatever. Say that, and I'm like, I'll say that when I'm somewhere else. Do you say use? Yeah, sometimes. See, I don't like use. You know, it's a big one we do that we never even notice across the street. We put a T at the end of a cross. Really? Yeah. You probably do it yourself. Cross you street. Put, yeah. Cross the street. Maybe. Yeah. I like that attitude is a very attitude, bro. That's like, because I don't say that. I don't say that, right? So, like, it hits me like a ton of bricks, you know? Like, I'd be in grade school, you know, some local teacher. She'd be like, Fazzo, she better fix your attitude, you know? And I'd be like, attitude, you know? The other thing we do is, like, put spaces between things. So, like, Alani. It's not Alani. Acme. I used to have a neighbor. I couldn't stop calling her Ashley. She, Mine, it's always been Acme for me. Acme. Me, yeah. But, like, Acme, I didn't do that. And yeah. Alani, I didn't. But her, Ashley, as a little kid, yeah. she gets so, she gets Ashley. It's two syllables. Alani's where my mom grew up. I'm Like, where I'm from is not far from there. Oh, all right. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oxford Circle, pretty much. Yeah, she went to St. Helena's the whole yard. I'm familiar a little bit, yeah. actually, yeah. yeah. I went to St. Joseph at this weird Yuki school. Nice. Mm-hmm. Fun times. Yeah, it's now like a charter school. I think we breezed over you getting shot. Yeah, yeah. Which we were going to start this off with, because yeah, before yeah. the camera rolled, I was like, can we talk about you getting shot? And you are like, fuck yeah. Yeah, man. I got shot after going to a job interview. Where was the job interview? So at? I used to work at this place. Uh, I used to work there with Burke, uh, Burke the Jerk, uh, my man Diggs, who's a Neasty legend as well, and a couple other people. Um and it was like a telemarketing kind of, but like loans and like serious financial stuff. So it was okay, Brad. And I was working at this sh- Russian shower door place in Warminster called Dreamline. Where they're really, really nice people, but they were paying me dog meat, you know? Yeah. Great people, good benefits, like, but like dog, real bad pay, you know? So I went to go interview back at this place I used to work. And so I went there, did my thing. Um, came home, did some extracurricular activities, came home, it's about 9 o'clock, and I get dropped off on Loretto, So, and McGee is my intersection. So I live on McGee, and on Loretto, my friend had his car. There were no other spots. He moved his car. I got in the spot. I had a rental car. 
So um, my piece of shit Cadillac, and I'll never buy American again, ever, uh, was in the shop. So I had a Ford Fiesta, and I couldn't figure out how to turn off the dome light, if I'm being honest. Right. Like, I looked like, uh, like a slow, slow person back and forth just... to the back of the car. No, like pressing buttons, yeah. going back. So there must have been 10 minutes of this. So I guess during this 10 minutes of this, I must have looked like food to somebody so like i finally figure out how to turn off the dome light for whatever reason i don't go in front of the car which is right into the drive go behind the car so when i go behind the car somebody steps up to me like oh you got any weed and i'm like fuck shit i'm getting robbed like this yeah. is not my first rodeo and i'm like nah bud and then i just felt a gun go to my head you know i look i see a gun i was like well this isn't the normal rodeo you know, and I'm just dejected. Like, I'm not scared. I'm not upset. I'm like, what the fuck? I have some cash in my pocket, you know? So I'm more like, can we get this over with than anything? So very quickly, my hat gets pulled over. It's the only Neff thing I've ever owned. I don't yeah. think I'll ever own any Neff thing. <laughs> That's pulled. your PTSD of the whole thing? Oh, it's like, I'm never wearing Neff again. Yeah, yeah. Fucking got shot over. <laughs> I did buy another North Face, though, you know? <laughs> anyway. ah, well, that's nice stuff. Dude. Yeah, I love that North Face. I got it back from the cops after they kept it as evidence oh, yeah. forever. They so hanging it. up in your wall? I finally retired it. Yeah. I shot a video and retired it, and then that video, all the footage was lost. Oh. But yeah, so I got to reshoot that hopefully this month with Jimmy G. Shouts to Jimmy G. Jimmy but, G, um, what's up, buddy? But yeah, so uh, they pull my hat down. I get on the ground. It's snowing. It's February. You know what I mean? They run my pockets, get what they want. Uh, at some point, they ask me for to look in the car for something. They, take, they even get something out of my car, you yeah. know? And I'm just like, all right, when is this over? Like, I just lost a bunch of money. You know, yeah. I need to properly medicate, you know, these feelings away. And I just hear, boom, you know, and I jump up. Well, first I looked to see where they were, like on the ground. And they went this way, down Loretto. So I yeah. jumped up and went right into the alleyway, you know. Yeah. I just heard one big boom. I'm like, it must have been shooting in the air, I guess, whatever. So I start, you know, hauling ass a bit. And I realize they're not coming after me, so I start walking, and I start feeling this, like, slight burning, like someone ashed a cigarette in my lap, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I open up the North Face, and I just see blood, you know? <sighs> so I'm like, well, that's what happened, you know? I guess they shot me. At that very moment, very, again. Before in, they ran, they shot you? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, we'll get into the specifics okay. and the trajectories. <laughs> <All right. laughs> But I in, got a flow chart. I'm yeah, in this moment, in my misfortune, I was very fortunate. My friend Nelson, his parents, um, now he's not with us anymore. His parents had just pulled up. So I couldn't get into my phone because of the snow. It was wet. I couldn't dial 911 myself. Right. So Mr. and Mrs. Gonzalez, one of them called my parents, which are like three doors down, and the other one called the cops. And the cops showed up there like that, you know, um, and that's a little white privilege for you, for sure. They came super, super fast. Yeah, I had to tell my dad. You think like, the cops asked on the phone, be like, "Someone got shot," and they're like, "Is he white?" I think. Yeah, I think they were like, like "Hold large, up, we'll I think be they right were like there." Large, large white male, and they were there yeah. in two seconds. But uh, my dad's like, "What happened?" And I'm like, "I got shot." And he's like, "What happened?" I'm like, "I've been shot." He's like, "What happened?" Yeah. Like he was. Not <laughs> I don't know how much through. more you want to know. No, he had like a mental break, uh, and that okay. was like gun. <laughs> me you know <laughs> and i opened the coat it showed him the blood and i think that's when it hit him yeah and at this point like i said very quickly 
bright lights show up. You know what I mean? They have me get into an SUV, have me get out of the SUV. At this point, like I'm an acrobat. I don't even know what's going on physically, you know. But I'm very lucid, calm, the whole nine, and I'm not in pain at all. I don't feel anything. So they take me to a second cop car. I get in this second cop car. I'm like, all right, they're taking me to trauma. Let's go to Temple. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, they take me to Aria Tarsdale. You know, and like no, midway, not the first choice. No, and midway through, midway through this thing, um, it starts hurting. Yeah. You know, I don't even know what's happened yet. It's but probably because they make move from car to car for some. They're reason driving. After being shot. They're driving fast too. Yeah. Like they're they're on the go to get me there. So you know, much shouts to them. You know. Um, and they, they whip, they whip me there as soon as possible. I got there. I'm telling the whole story. Like they don't even have to talk. I'm like explaining everything, you know, um, they cut my jeans off me and then like they roll me to a side. Like, all right, you're going to expect a little bit of pressure. And then the fucking nurse fingers me in the ass. You know, I told the dude, I told the male nurse, I was like, yo, that was worse than getting shot. You know, he starts dying laughing. <laughs> I didn't think I didn't necessarily think it was that funny. Like I was halfway being serious, but he yeah. starts dying laughing, you know. Um, and then I didn't like they didn't they didn't see any bullets in the x-ray. So for the record, some people are into that. Yeah. So <laughs> they just roll me to the operating room. I'm not even sure why. And the last thing I think they were gassing me. The last thing I remember is they smacked me into a wall before like getting into the operating room. You know what I mean? And I was like, this is some shoddy service. Yeah. You know, get me in there. I wake up. Now I got a zipper like this big. Like basically across the whole the whole Habs logo here. I have staples. So I got a huge zipper. And I am still on drugs. So when I wake up, I have a trach in, in my throat. I try and rip it out. Yeah. Like, I am trying to get off this bed at all costs. And they had to, like, put me back under. I wake up the next day. And my throat hurt worse than that from, like, trying to rip out the trach. That's when Uncle Jeff came and visited me. He did. A couple of days later. Like, it snowed that day, so nobody else came. There were like, a lot of people, actually, for a couple of days. Yeah. Uncle Jeff came. brought me a coloring book, which I still have. Nice, dude. He's a good man. He's a good man. He is a great man. But apparently, uh, what I found out, so one of the bullets, so they cruci- the bullets crucified me. Cambada told me that, which gave my God complex even crazier rush, you know, the Jesus Christ pose. So yeah. one bullet had to go parallel with the ground somehow. So I'm thinking it came down, ricocheted, goes parallel with the ground, goes in and out, goes in like my left upper butt cheek, if you will, okay. pops out my left ribs over here you know okay. then the other bullet went straight down goes in and out of my left leg and down my right leg for a gash so there's a hole on each side for my left leg and but all that was superficial all of the wounds are nothing like if i lift both arms up this thing hangs a little bit more yeah. but like knock on wood the surgeons did the most damage to me you know after having that zipper out a weak abdominal wall for being a fat piece of shit for so long that uh I went to see Stitches, the terrible rapper. You familiar? Yeah, I'm familiar. But he's Greek, so I'm like, yo, rep, 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 for, the, rep for the home team, you yeah. know? And I'm drinking a beer with Ethan from Marston House, and I felt the hernia happen, you know? So recently I lost a bunch of weight, had another surgery, got the hernias out, you know? He took out a lot of scars in my zipper, you know what I mean? And now I have another hernia because of some transvaginal mesh lawsuit. Like, they just make bad fucking hernia shit. Yeah. So all the bad things that happened to me after the shooting physically were all stemmed from the surgical parts of it. Yeah. But mentally, I thought I was at first, like, Superman, Cloud Nine, you yeah. know? And, like, the, my, my doc now doesn't call it PTSD. She calls it something else. But trauma is definitely in there, right? 
And, like, that shit was like a termite infestation into the foundations of, like, who I was, you know? Yeah. Um, Did this happen after you were seeing therapy? Oh, no, therapy began after getting shot. Oh, okay. Signif- like, I would say... Because I thought for a second you were a therapist. A year after getting shot, I started therapy. I should have started therapy right away. Yeah. You know? Some some might say. I think... I, but I, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a... I come from a really masculine uh, culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, boys don't cry type shit, so... And then here's... There's some other glorious parts to this. Northeast Victim Services wouldn't deal with me because there was a smell of marijuana around my car. And they were like, you know, because you use drugs, we won't help you. True. As a victim of a shooting by (laughs) two people who they don't like, I, you know what I mean? I really did do my best to help the fucking cops, which did not make me feel great in some ways. But in other ways, I was like, these motherfuckers just shot me for no reason. Execution style. Right? No, never caught him. Okay. They're going to do this to somebody else. Like, yeah. somebody's going to die. Like, I'm lucky I'm not dead. Somebody's going to fucking die. And, like, the cops, you know, in the Northeast Detectives Unit at the time, they didn't do fucking much at all, you know? But they get that fucking North Face back. Yeah, you got the North Face back, which is the most important part of this. I got everything else back except for the yeah. jeans that they cut off. Yeah. I got the Tims. I would wear the Tims for a while. And that's just some bad juju. That's another yeah, thing and I you're learned. just walking around in the stuff you got well, shot in. Super like, masculine, you yeah. know what I'm saying? No, that's bad juju. Like, yeah, I would know. tell people all the time I got fucking shot. Yeah, like, well, it helped me. I don't know how often you tell people. I mean, it helped me at first. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, because, like. street cred up. Not only that, but, like, it made me feel good that I had survived it, you know? Um but now, like, not that I'm ashamed of it, but I, I don't like, bring it up as much. But as you can see, I talk about it very, very yeah. easily. And I don't have a problem talking about well, it. Well, when I bought up, I asked both these two gentlemen, Corey and Miles. I was like, oh, you think, because you started following me, I think, after Miles did an episode. And yep. you were just showing me love. And I was like, would he be good for this? And they were like, he'd be phenomenal oh, for, for this. this? Then I forget, I think Miles was like, he got shot before. And well, here's like, the thing. You got, enough, <laughs> you got enough as a host to keep me in line. Because, like, what you don't want to do is let me take over. Like, you know what I mean? So you're just, like, guiding the bull. Like, you let me run for a little, and then you're like, all right, let's go over here for a bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I try my best. You Whereas, know? like, you know, I've been on other podcasts where it's just like, I could do my thing. Yeah. And I'm, that's not necessarily good. You know, I love the sound of my own voice. It depends on the person, to be honest with you. Because I have some people who just, and like, it's all my friends. I love all the people who have come on this. Sure. But it's just like, it's like, all right, I got to do a lot of talking now. And I'm like, you guys want to talk about food again? And Davron rolls his eyes every week. He's like, Jesus fucking Christ, talk about food every week. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. People like that shit. Quick plug. I just got my song Food back on YouTube. So if you guys have never seen it, you should go check that out. It was a motherfucker to find it. Yeah. Actually, not true. I just talked to the right guy at the right time. And in 10 minutes, I had it. How did you get it back? Because we lost one, too, and then so six six did the same thing. So six six, who had the video and was hosting it, he had to take it down because this shit got compromised. He went into this webarchive.org thing, and he couldn't find it. And if I went in there loosely, I couldn't find it. My friend Will, who works with me, the IT guy, he found it in literally ten minutes. Had me with a link, and I was like, "Dude, can you like make it a file for me?" He's like, "Yeah, gotcha." Yeah. Made the file, sent it over, you know. And if you could do that, I'll give him a couple bucks. I'll see. What, I'll see what can happen. Yeah, but we'll see. The web is a deep, we'll ha- dark we'll, place. We'll have his people call your people, man. We'll get it working. Dude. My friends can call your friends. Yeah. I like how instantly when Miles asked that, I said, we'll see. Like, I have anything to do. Yeah. I'm like, I got this, guys. <laughs> you have more. I think you have more sway than you know uh, at this point. 
I really don't. Although I do love Miles. He does call me his oldest friend. And while that's not exactly true, it's con- it is it is it's really kind of true. True. True, true. Still have. Yeah, yeah. Never. We've been friends long. Dude, yeah. we're old. You, you never, were young. You never turn your back, dude. No. So you were shot three times. Is that Twice. Correct? Twice. But okay. I, have, I have five wounds. Okay. How many it. times was 50 shot? And do you ever wish you got shot more no, as people, a rapper? Because people started calling me Vot. I think like <laughs> one shooting is the minimum amount to have been shot. Yeah. And the cred may increase with multiple times, yeah. but it's the law of diminishing returns. Yeah. So you're already G'd up to this level. Like the next shooting, you know, <laughs> right. it's not going to double. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you know, people started calling me Vospok. King Magnetic to this day calls me 40 pesos instead of 50 cent. Like, if, if you look, yeah. if I ever do something and he comments, Magnetic will just drop pesos and yeah. this is an inside joke between us, you know? So, like... Jason Fast, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's Who, the like, best. He's also the worst. Yeah. <laughs> you could say it to his face, though. So, like, that's why it's fine. Because he's... Yeah. he's because he's wild, nice. Mark does a lot of bass lines for him. So he's been, wild, nice on the mic and yeah. making beats and all that shit yeah. for sure. Yeah, I've t- I've tugged along to a couple studio sessions with Mark because Mark used to rap and then they did a song together. Then Mark just does bass lines for him. Nice. Yeah, they're probably dope bass lines. Though. Great bass player, man. Yeah, 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 for sure. He stopped here when his hands worked. Yeah, that's he's like, still very good. Without you know how sad hands that working. makes me. Yeah, he's still very good. Don't let it fool you. But he can't like do unleash. Yeah, Unleash and like play live dude. like regularly. Yeah, you know that's so sad. Well, he was in a hardcore band that he got kicked out of. He was playing bass in that. Hardcore bands, like we said earlier, it's a tough. Yeah, it's, it's a tough scene. It is a tough scene. It's a tough scene, and it's a lot easier than it used to be, from what I understand. Yeah, like before our. A lot time, of them just make metal music, and they're like, "We're a hardcore band." No, which, I think before our time, it was literally a lot of neo-Nazi strappers. Yeah just people you don't even want to hang with yeah. and now you're like lumped in with them well and I mean? a lot of it comes of just like old dated terminology like uh no no not the skinhead thing yeah because that, that's where i was gonna thing, go with it a lot of people are like thing, skinhead dude i'm like you know a lot of skinheads are black i'm black, friends with like five i think black the black skinheads, skinheads were first correct yeah. in england so they're called sharps okay i believe i could be wrong i thought I, it was because they cut the dreads or they dreads is even like what they don't well, i think sharp stands for skinhead uh, or uh Something against, against racial. racial prejudice. Okay. I think so. But like the, the the Jamaican and the black people over there, they would have like, you know, dreaded hair. Yeah. And when a fight, that's bad news. So they just started going skinhead, you know, and that's where I think it began. Right. Now I could be completely making that up. Yeah, because I remember I when all the George Floyd stuff happened, like Proud Boys became popular, which was like a very punk rock term. You know what I mean? Like I knew what one was and I used to do a joke because uh, on like on... On the special, I wore a Fred Perry polo. And pe- like, oh, that's I- like... Yeah, and one person was like, what, you a proud boy? I'm like, well, they wear black and gold ones. It's a very specific one they Fred wear. Fred Perry stopped making them. Fred the Perry stopped ones. making Yeah, yeah, he still makes stop. clothes. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Fred Perry's a big deal in that scene, though. Yeah. You know? It is. So uh, And more, more in Europe than here. Like pe- yeah. People know Fred Perry more Well, I got over my there. first one in Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents were in Ireland. Yeah, they and like, it's an English brand, I take it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And it's just a solid polo. Like, I'm a polo guy. Like, I like... Yeah. But, like, the Fred Perry's a great polo. Yeah. I'm I like very, the wreath, too. I'm very, like... Uh, I do like Fred Perry. I don't wear polos often, but I have a couple of them. They're very expensive, which is fucking annoying. I work in an office, so I wear a polo every day, like, True. during normal time. And if it came to, like, buying polo online, I'm like Michael Phelps, bro. I don't miss, like, yeah. 20, 30 bucks. I do Macari a lot. 
see because I'm, I'm a big Nike sneaker guy, but I'm not like crazy. Like, oh, did you see the off white drops? I I know about all that stuff. Once the internet took over, I got out of sneakers. Yeah. So I used to camp out for sneakers. That's why yeah. I bought that North Face. In all seriousness, I used yeah. to camp out in it, and I'd hit sometimes too. I'd bring somebody with me. We'd yeah. hit two pairs of sneakers, you know. So right yeah. now in COVID, I was sitting on like forty, fifty dead pair, dead stock pairs of sneakers that are eight, nine, ten years old. So I just been selling them all. Yeah, Shouts what to size Suplex. are they? They're all suplex now, 11 and a half, 12. Oh, I'm a 10 and a half. Now I'm a 10 and a half because I suplex. lost some weight. F- fucking love suplex. Great guys. Fucking love I was supposed to have Mike on here. And he's you should. Busy guy. Yeah. We've talked about it. I hit him up and it's like, dude, anybody with like a certain amount, of, I, I don't even know what his followers are. I don't even know, but it's like someone who does well, stuff he don't all respond. the time. Social, yeah. Social media. Like, he I don't, don't think he blew me off at no, all. No, he slightest, really but just I'm like, doesn't. He's just one of those guys. Cause like, uh, you might want to take this on the road. Just go to him. We don't take this on the road, dude. They come All to right. us. All right. They come to us, dude. I understand. It's not really my call. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's lugging all this stuff somewhere. And this is not cheap stuff. Yeah. It's and not. I, and I'm not that big of a help, believe it or not. No, I believe it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> as long as you get that vibe from me. <laughs> it all comes back to Naruto. Believe it. Yeah, believe it. But also, shit. the only reason I don't have a podcast is because I'm like you. Like, I, If I'm the fucking talent... Yeah, like I don't want to like setting up shit. I'm, I'd be better than you at for sure. But like, mm-hmm. I don't want to edit. I don't want to. Like, and now, like, it's finally coming to me that I'm gonna. If I ever want to do any of this, I'm gonna have to do it. You know. So like, I'm, I'm making hardware considerations and shit. You, I like your style with that though. Yeah. Well, I, well, Davron is literally the biggest, one of the biggest blessings in my life. He just you're very lucky, and you job. stole him off that other kid. Who, Mark? No, what's his no. name? Well, Wizard, the Wizard podcast. I watched some uh, of that. Brendan? Yeah. He's great. Yeah, you yeah, stole yeah. him off of I Brendan. Him. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Yo, you told him to your face. Like, that exchange was so nice to you. Like, yeah, you're beat. And he's yeah. like, kind of beat. Well, he the- looked at Davron with ice eyes and then another eyes of, like, lust and then the heartbroken ones, yeah. finally. Um, so, Brendan was at the filming for my special, and he just did a movie with Davron. Davron has a horror nice. movie called nice. The Night They Knocked. Okay. On Amazon. Not on Amazon Prime. I think it's on. Yeah, it's on there. Butler was watching it today. Oh, so I can YouTube it. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. So... I show up to do the special, and I just so when I did that six months into comedy, I'm just meeting a lot of these local stand-up comedians, and yeah. I like met Brendan a couple times, and he was like, he's like, how'd you get Davron to do this? I'm like, first off, how the fuck do you, do you know, know Davron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, I was in his movie. I was like, oh, no fuck, because I knew about the movie. Mm, mm. Yeah, but what uh, you guys doing stuff? I wish yeah. I did stuff, but it all came from Mark. I know we need to do some stuff, bro. It all came from Mark owning a vape shop. This is how it all started. Okay. That's how I met Mark. I tried vaping, and me and Mark just became buds. I like you. Should you should go back to vaping? Yeah, I can't. Nah, man, be a vapist. Yeah, I'm trying to be a vapist. I don't know. Here's the I thing. think my next thing is to just quit. I don't think I'll vape. Yeah, I'll just, but it's like, just going to be I'm done. But like, you don't want to do that today. No, but yeah. today you can make a decision. Like I'm smoking bug. It's bad news. Yeah, it's bad. But like I'm with you, I do. I say the same exact shit. Like, who am I even kidding? Like, I'm yeah. just fucking. He's looking cold over, turkey. disapproving. He's like, they're talking about how bad smoking is. I told these motherfuckers, really bad. The real yeah. bad. Okay, bad. don't act high and mighty, dude. <laughs> 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 Been off him for two weeks. Yeah, Disgusting, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> two years. Good for here, fucking dude. him. I'm not gonna lie. Like that. That's fucking good. <laughs> I thought it was a lot shorter. Oh no, no, he got you. He kicked yeah. you right in the dick. He did. He, he did. kicked you right in the old. My country. mom. Ch- my mom chumped him before. So your mom's Argentinian, She's Italian? Italian. They moved to Argentina. Does she have a wild Italian accent though? No. Nah. You th- who, who doesn't know what World War Two is? 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know enough about World War II. My dad was born in a Nazi-occupied house during World War II in Crete, in Greece. No yeah. bullshit. So my grandpa was a medic in the Italian army. Yeah, we. I heard you discuss okay, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The wrong side. Yeah, wrong side. So Today I, I asked my dad, like, who are you, who you rooting for? Because Italy's playing Spain. Yeah. And he's like, ah, you know, our cousins probably, the Italians, yeah. you know. And I'm like, yeah, but they got the two blemishes. Yeah. Like, let's not even go to the old stuff. Yeah. You know? And he's like, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, yeah, they're on tonight. I think Argentina's on tonight, too. There's like, the Copa. there's Greek songs that make fun of Mussolini and stuff that yeah. are just, my, my mom, whenever she's mad at my dad, she'll call him Benito. She'll be like, where you at, Benito? I think yeah. that's so funny. Dude. I like what the Greeks are doing, dude. Yeah, fought the, we fought the Italians with pots and pans. Yeah, true. Someone it's, to, it's, yeah, because they don't really want to fight, though. You nah. know, just like the Greeks, they want to take a nap at yeah. 1 o'clock on a hot day and go back yeah. to work at 4. If my grandpa you know? was still alive, he was a very interesting guy, though, because like, he claims, and like who knows? Dude, it might be true, but he was like a stu- dude. The second he came to America, he was American. You know what I mean? That's, that's an Italian thing. Yeah. Though. That is an Italian thing. Like uh, that comedian Sebastian Maniscalco, when he starts talking about like certain things, like doing antifreeze on like the garden vegetable, it's like that's all stuff my grandpa did. You know, what the I mean? Greek people, the moment they got here, just wanted to retain their. It's like a, a yeah, weird. You guys, split. hold on. We're gonna open up a couple diners, and we're we gonna, gonna teach, die by this. Sword. I don't know. I know two, three Italians who speak Italian. Yeah. I know most Greek people I know who are like first generation like that. Some even second, they could speak yeah. a little Greek. You know. Yeah, my mom does Spanish and Italian. That's pretty She cool. doesn't use it anymore, though, because my grandmom died in the beginning of the pandemic. So That's that was, sad. like, the last chance. Sometimes they talk to, like, the cousins or stuff. She don't watch, like, media in that, in, like, Spanish or Italian? No, not really. She don't do, like, soap operas, like them scandalous Spanish no, drones? she could. Telenovelas? Like, yeah, where they're, like, yeah. 65 years old, but and they still look like Sophia One of the Vergar. most annoying things in my life is she was going to teach me and my brothers, but she couldn't teach my dad. And I was like, I think it's easier to teach baby two languages than to, you know? I learned Greek first. Yeah. It was real easy. I would like to have, like, my Spanish is not good at Mine all. isn't good. Four years of judge, yeah. Spanish trash. Yeah, but growing up with it, having a grandmom who doesn't speak any English, like, the only English phrase she knew was, like, get a job with computers. And I'm like, I don't know how you to You should work do Olingo. It'll make you feel better. Yeah, I was gonna. I was doing, a, like, Babblefish or something for a same little bit. Same shit. One of those. Yeah, yeah, same yeah shit. I was doing it for, like, a week. But reading it and stuff, like, I can put together the words if I see it. But I'm just like, I need something to have me. You need conversational Yeah, Spanish. I need conversational. Yeah, that's what I need. So I try with the cooks at work, but they just talk shit. It's like, different oh, with them. They're yeah. not going to hit you with like well, actual. It's all different dialects too. Like my oh, mom's yeah. dialect is like literally a mash of like Italian and Spanish, I and bet. just broken Spanish at that. Sure. Too. And so I'm sure your cooks are mostly Central or like Mexican. Like Ecuadorian and shit or something. Yeah. You know? So like, yeah. actually, I've like, my cousins are from uh, their moms from Ecuador. Oh, okay. She's a, she's a cool lady. Yeah. Um, she's just up here from Florida. Oh, nice. Hmm. But like usually, like my cooks are mostly Mexican, sometimes Guatemalan. When I had a pizza store, yeah, and they taught me only the filth, only like pure filth. Yeah. And then they would call me. I feel like Greeks make better pizza, dude. That might I, be controversial. We run a better bit. I don't think we make better pizza. We might yeah. make better other stuff. The place I order from is Greek. I don't order from them anymore. They kind of fell off. What's it called? Do you want to say? Uh, yeah, I'll say it. it's called uh, New Friends, Old Friends. New friends. Our old friends, I forget. It's Somewhere around Salem. here. Oh, in the yeah. Salem. Yeah, in the Salem. But I go to a place next door now called Old Romans because they do pan pizza, like the thicker do you like, one. See, I don't, that's a Greek thing. What, pan pizza? Yeah. Yeah, like, they don't do the pan pizza where I used to order from. Yeah, they I don't do like them. pan pizza yeah, like, like that. Pan but pizza. like, uh, it's a very like Greek pan. I don't know why. Yeah. Not the, like, I didn't do pan pizza when I had a pizza shop. And I'm yeah. not saying, all, but like, if it's pan, it might, it's probably Greek. Yeah. I think that's like a Boston thing, actually. Is it? It makes things easier to prep. 
Yeah. You just put the dough, you know, in the pan already, pop yeah. it out. And it's out. I just like the thicker, you know, real buttery. The crust is way greasy. You call it buttery. I call it like grease. I don't exactly like it. Listen, like I said before, this ignorance is bliss. I love living in my ignorant world. Yeah. Where everything's all right. You know what I mean? Like if people talk politics to me, my key response usually most of the time is we got to save those kids. Which bad. is very neutral on well, both sides. Blows, and people though. are like, you're right. We do need to say this. Blows, <laughs> yeah, it blows. It blows, bro. Blows. It's terrible. Fucking hate it. And as a liberal, like, yeah, like for me, I end up hating everybody. Yeah. I hate the people on my side, but not as yeah. much as I hate. And then and now I feel like I'm divided. I just want to yeah. be friends. I just yeah. want to be fucking friends. That's all I want to do. You know? Yeah. It's really comes down to that. And now, like, you know, people uh, in their own family don't even talk and shit. Yeah. You know, well, that's like one thing that I always get like with political tensions, like liberals at some point, like it's like it's switched. Like when I was growing up, like conservatives were like stuck up and now it's like liberals are kind of like we're offended over Bro, everything as a conspiracy theory bull. Yeah. When the conspiracy guy? theory shark jumped from the liberal side that it can cons- like my whole world turned upside down. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. The fucking hillbillies are on the, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I was like, these are the people I'm like, no, no, bro. Yeah. What is going on? You yeah, know what I mean? That's why it's tough. It went from 9-11. Is like, and these are the people who won't admit 9-11 is an inside job. Like yeah. my generation, super conspiracy theory that started me on this whole fucking listen, journey. You know what I got to say to that? Man, we got to save these kids, dude. <laughs> and that's just where it's at. I love it. <laughs> that's always a that's good one, That's fucking great. <laughs> yeah. If you come up to me and you're like, oh, the election was rigged, I'm like, we got to save these kids. Though. Like, you can't argue that fact because no. we do, in fact, have nah, to save No, but some people kids. say, fuck them damn kids. Yeah, but fuck them kids at the same time. No, so I don't know. Really yeah, I don't know. For real though, they didn't ask to be here. Yeah, true. We gotta save them, dude. And that's yeah, just the bottom line. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Save so, the kids. One of the things I get, like being in the comedy thing, like bar regulars come in and they're always like, "Oh, what's your stuff like?" And I'm like, "It's like Seinfeld, but about heroin." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Train spotting. Yeah. I'm like, what's the deal with heroin? It's killing. But all here's my the friends. thing, like, I used but they're to... always like, aren't you scared because of political thing? I'm like, I stay away from politics and that shit. In fact, I'm probably gonna start using that as a bit, the save the kids thing, because yeah. I'm just like, that's how little Bro, I know. Or just care. stay like, nobody needs to, like, it's we're way too into each other's politics. You yeah. know what I mean? Just leave it the fuck. People alone. care all of a sudden, which is a problem. I'm not saying Karen's bad, Look, but I don't know how old you are, and I'm not trying to date you. Thirty-two. I, okay, so I'm okay. older than you. So we grew up in the '90s, though, for the most yeah. part. Mm-hmm. We come from the not-give-a-fuck slacker generation, like, where trying sucked, you know what I mean? Bukowski's my hero, you know, on his fucking... Yeah, it says, don't try on his tombstone. Like, that's my shit right there. Dude, see, I didn't know that, and that's my life motto, dude. Bro, me too, but let me tell you, like, at 36, I found out that effort is actually cool. For the first time, I'm like, I'm going to try and do some things. So, like, I went, I'm almost on a master's degree. Oh, God bless. You know what I'm saying? Smart motherfucker. Even if that thing is worthless, you know, it changed, like, trying. Yeah. Even muddling through, like, One Punch Man. It's a great thing I learned from One Punch Man. One Punch Man's the best shit ever. You just got to muddle through sometimes. And, like, you always want to be a fucking perfectionist. You know, you always want to, like... Especially, like, we were just talking about, like, I put out an album that I'm not necessarily always the proudest of. You have a, a special that you're, like, kind of looking at it, like, ah, maybe I'll take it down. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Only like, for the reason. I was like, that's literally someone's first attempt at doing an hour. Never even tried, and it's filmed. 
Which yeah. I think that is the cool part. This is what I'm like, trying yeah. to say. Like, that's an amazing case study and what not to do, obviously. But yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Like, <laughs> I thought it was... And I think you're pretty funny. Which, like, most... I don't, again, find most people who... You know, and I like people's podcasts who aren't funny, but they're good podcast interviewers. But you yeah. had a little bit of both, which is, you know. Yeah. Well, I think that's people's that's, big anxiety coming to do this because, like, a couple people be like, I'm not funny. And I'm like, it's not necessarily. I'm like, I don't there. even try to shoot for this to be a comedy podcast. Like, it's great if it is funny, but it's just more the conversation. I just like a pop in any conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just like a cheap pop. Yeah. So, like, but, like, you know. A good conversation should be like the heavy in the middle. You know what I mean? You yeah. should have your ups, your downs, maybe some tears, but not tears. necessarily. A couple you know? shots. Well, you're a Flyers fan, right? You like the Flyers? Yeah, you I, st- I stay pretty Philadelphia and all that. They're the only one I don't root for. Yeah. Out of the big I'm a big three. secondary team guy, though, but which would like a lot of Philly yeah. people be like, can't what, do that. What do you mean? I like the Raiders. I like the Spurs. I've liked the Celtics. I like the Ravens a lot. Yeah, but that's like our cousin, though. Mostly because, yeah, they're our cousin. Baltimore, My favorite Detroit? podcast dude is a Baltimore dude, Ryan Sickler. Don't know if you're familiar with the honeydew. Got what? a huge honeydew tattoo on the side of my ribs. No, uh-uh. Yeah, he's pretty good. And was um, he, is he a comedian podcaster? Yeah, okay. but he uh, his whole thing's like highlighting the low light. So it's kind of like if if someone was real into podcasts and they're like, what's your podcast like to me? I'm like, it's like a knockoff honeydew. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But not really. But No, no. Kind of. But I, I see what you're saying. It's like he's a Maryland dude. He lives in L.A. Crab, now. In crab Shack. Crab Feast. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's his other one. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, and uh, like, you know, we're over here in Philly. It's very similar. Yeah. Um, but I, I like the Ravens mostly because Ray Lewis murdered someone and got away with it. And he like, did not. But he didn't murder anybody. In my head, he did. He may or may I not. I don't care if he did either. Allegedly. Yeah, he allegedly. May or may <laughs> not have witnessed at yeah. no point do I necessarily think he was just like Michael Vick and the dogs. At no point was Michael yeah. Vick ever like actually hurting a dog himself. Yeah. You know, I was big when Vick came to the Eagles. Me, Me and my buddy had a pack because he was a Raiders fan. Grew up here, but he's a Raiders fan. I fuck with the Raiders, and, and it's like right when he got out, I said, "Wherever he goes, we get his jersey." And he became a bird. And I was like, I was like, even if he goes to the Eagles, he'll get his jersey. He's like, "Fuck yeah, I'll get his jersey." He's the man, dude. That was a dividing line. Then I wore it, and people were like, how could you? And I'm like, listen, there's bigger issues out here. We need to save Save these kids. kids. Yeah. I was about to say, like, the Mike Vick shit is just like politics today. Yeah. And I'm a dog guy, too. That Mumia, like, there were things in Philadelphia that, like, instantly you would divide a crowd. You know what I mean? Depending on how you felt or, like, if you wore a pro Mumia shirt, like, you divided a crowd instantly. Same with the Vick jersey. Yeah. You know? I had the Vick jersey. It was great. I had the black one. I'd be like, how do you love dogs so much and yet hate black people so much? And they'd be like, yeah, this is not really racism. Some thinking, and yeah. I'd be like, yes, the fuck it yeah, is. This like, is how, systemic racism. How dude. do you not think this is like, like, please explain to me how, yeah. you know? And I, you know, I mean, I understand the reason he got caught was because they were gambling and wrote this shit down. So the feds got involved and you, that's what, you know what I mean? Yeah. And these people did nothing good with dogs. Crime should have been, you know, there's definitely crime. But what did Mike Vig really do besides own the house and kind of know what was going on? Like, he went to, you know what I mean, prison, served his time, and people still wanted to crucify him after that, you know? That's one of the saddest scenes in The Wire when the dog gets got. Cheese's dog. Mm. Yeah. 
Big Wire guy. We talk about it. I love The Wire, but like I watched it in a blitz like 10 years ago. Yeah. And like anytime anybody tells me something's better than The Wire, I'm like, no. Yeah. I wanted Method Man's part to be better because I'm such a huge Method Man fan. Sure, but Cheese was great. Cheese was great. Have you ever seen Belly? Years ago, yeah. His part's great in that too. He's in my top five. We were going to talk about that. Let's do that. What is your top five? All right, so the first, like, none of this has really changed. I think I can give, like, probably, like, three, so I don't even know. Five is a revolving door, but these are all the same since I was about, for 20 years, I'd say. These are probably all the same. So I'm fat. So Biggie, Mm -hmm. all right, he's one. If I have to put it in order, Nas is two, Eminem is three, Big Pun is four, because I'm fat. And then now Mm -hmm. five is, like, a revolving door. So, like, you said Black Thought, and I should probably put him in there for Philadelphia. Also, Capital Punishment. Yes, and one yeah. of the few that pun would like that actually went toe to toe with thought like yeah. nobody wanted to see him at that time. But Redman, huge influence. Yeah, I um, do love Redman. <laughs> I like like the older guys too, like KRS One, Big Daddy came, like all yeah. that stuff. You know, those are the breaks. I love <laughs> Styles P. I like Beanie. Like these guys are my guys. Farrell yeah. Monch, I think, is great. Big L, I think. These are like the people who are foundational. I think no matter when you're coming up, if you want to rat. And you want to challenge yourself, you know, those are kind of people you have to listen to. Yeah. Sean Price, that's like my rap dad. Yeah. Black Thought's like my number one. He's so Method good. Method Man's probably my two just because I'm biased to it. Method Man's great. He's yeah. not even, I don't think. My I like favorite. Biggie a lot too. He might be number three. When I was a kid, we did like a bracket, like NCAA bracket. Method Man came out on top yeah. as the finest Well, MC. my reasoning was, I always thought Biggie like was, if not one of the greatest ever. And if that was whoever his favorite guy was, has to be better than him, right? Styles, Which, yeah. Styles well, is he was favorite a big rapper. Method Man guy too. You, you never heard that line? Styles P's like Styles P, your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Yeah, and that's like where that stemmed from. I don't know if you like the locks. If yeah, you're a fan, all right. uh, see, I like Jada's laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's the best shit. I got to practice that. But yeah. Um, My favorite thing about Jada Kiss was, and this was just something I thought was so funny. But like when people were making memes, like when. Fucking Blink-182 said, I guess this is growing up. I really felt that. I would just take any lyric from uh, Why. And just put. And I'd be like, I really felt that. But like the real personal ones when he's like, he's like, why'd he take his jag and not his bike? And I'm like, I'm like, I felt, I felt that, that when his boy died <laughs> on the plan. People are like, I don't get what you're talking about. I'm like, dude, that's so funny. Uh, my One of my favorite things is, have you ever seen Jadakiss with hair? <laughs> he has the worst hairline, dude. It like comes to here. Yeah. Like his hair. And like. I can understand why he has the baldy. Yeah. But like I've seen him with hair a couple times and I think it's so funny. Also, this one artist, Frico Rico, you could buy it. He sells like a folded up uh bounty paper towel, but it has yeah. like a really you're buying like this drawing of Jadakiss, and it's just like the paper towel bandana. Yeah. I think that's amazing that he actually like him Joel, like these dudes would actually rock a paper towel yeah. as a bandana. Yeah, I love hip hop, man. Yeah, you have to have some Kojonis. To like rock a crisp bounty paper towel. Yeah, you really do. With an icy white tee because, and those white on white Air Force Ones. True. And you know it works. How do you, like, how do you have the confidence? Dude, I have no idea. Rappers have confidence. They do. My buddy Naeem, who obviously you figure it out. Sure. Oh, of course. I got you. He was like, you know, you dress like a black motherfucker because I'm always, like, I'm wearing black right now, but like, I wear like a lot of lavenders and purples. Oh shit! And oranges. I like yeah. bright colors. 
Yeah, I just recently. Mostly because I go to so many hardcore shows and I'm not a fan. And I'm like, what's the opposite of what these fucking people are wearing? You're trying to get beat up. Nah. Yeah, dude, they're not always nice people. Ah, common mistake. Especially the sober ones. Yeah, true. Yeah, why are sober hardcore people jerk jobs? I don't know. I go, but they just life know. Sucks. Yeah, yeah, but like, why would See, you just beat up somebody up things? for drinking? Like, life sucks to them. They're drinking a little bit. That's, I, don't I don't know if that's a Philly thing, but like, I heard Cleveland and yeah. Boston. Those ex- I think times have changed a little bit. As they, more understanding. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. I go so I know a lot of like the community of sure. like the punk and the hardcore, and they sure. all know I do comedy, so they're just like this kid. Don't care about any of the shit. You do kind of care though. Yeah, a little bit. Do you like, go to do you go to this is hardcore? Huh? Do you go to this is hardcore? Yeah. How's I went that? To the last three. Um, it's exactly how it sounds. It's a three day fist fight, and yeah. it's hot. Yeah, real yeah. hot. Yeah. This is my number one thing. But uh, to you, to, I, I guess the last one they hot. did, uh, this band saves the day headline, which they're okay. a pop punk band. Okay. And nobody liked that. Everyone fucking loved it. People okay. went absolutely batshit crazy for it. Okay. And this was, uh, that was like the best thing I ever saw. Okay. But I go because one of my friends is usually like one of the opening bands. Nice. So I go. Have you seen them do like the joust shit? Yeah. Yeah, how's that? That's pretty cool. Mm. You know what I mean? The that LARPing? Yes. Yeah, I'm not doing it. It's well, like, hot. don't say it's LARPing in front of some of them dudes they don't appreciate. Is know? it not LARPing? No. I thought it was LARPing. Like, LARPing is like playing an RPG in real life. Yeah. You know, yeah. like let's go get this potion. They're yeah. just literally putting some shit on and smacking each other with. True. The last this is hardcore. I hung out with Steve Skax and Mikey Eyes. Fucking two incredible individuals. Yeah. Talked to Mikey this week actually. Yeah. I talked to him two weeks ago. Steve was... once called Mikey a gnarly little rodent, and that I think is one of the best descriptions. And I love Mikey with all my heart, but I think that's one of the best descriptions. Yeah. I love Mikey, too, but he hit me up the other day, and uh, it's this kid that uh, he hangs around Suplex, I guess. He's, like, real into sports cards. He got to open for, like, a big comedian because they hooked it up for him. Okay. Which is great. I'm happy for that fucking Absolutely, dude. You know yeah. what I mean? Sure. But, like, Mikey just hit me up to tell me about it. I was like, all right, I don't like... Well, he's trying to inspire you, bud. Yeah. Uh, well, I was like, I was like, well, he told... The kid's actually coming on the podcast. The yeah. The kid who does comedy, because, like, sure. I was talking to him. He sent me a set. I was like, yeah, it's good. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, but it was, like, one of those things I was like... Why the fuck are you telling me? I don't care. You know, what that's I mean? more you, I think. You know, yeah, it's definitely a me thing. Now, if Mike was a jerk off, which he's not, I'd be like, he's, he's not. jerking you off. Like, yeah, then I'd hear you. I'd be yeah. like, nah, bro, he's jerking. But he's just your like, own. yo, yeah. he got to open for the like. He just told me about this cool opportunity for someone else, and I can get a little petty. And it's like, whatever. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm happy for the kid. But, but you should like, use that as like yeah. you should use it as like motivation. Yeah. You know. I'm like, all right, that's cool, man. Can I ask you a question? Sure. How hard is it to get five minutes? Pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. Of good, right? My head processes it in more of a longer format. Sure. Just so open mics are always five minutes. So like if I want to do a joke about being like in recovery, I spend the whole five minutes like sending up like, all right, guys, so I went to rehab three times, which is like at this point tiresome. You know what I mean? Uh So I like longer format. That's just me. I always have like the first time I did it, I did 10 minutes and everyone, and it wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. What but do you think about sketch? Would you do sketch? Yeah, I always think of good sketches, but I don't, I'm like I'm, I'm a terrible pen to paper. Mm. Like my whole hour was written in one set, like one word things. I get manic, like uh, expressive, if you will. Was that the Ask album? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I get like that. So like I'll be I could write a lot. Yeah. In a week, and then not write again for a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think like consistency. You've yeah. been you've been consistent though. You've been yeah. Talking. I just jot down a note, and I'm like, that's what it's about and mm-hmm. and i also feel if i write it word for word verbatim and this is different for everyone when it comes to that i'm just trapped in what i wrote 
I think there's like two schools to that. I think Richard Pryor is where you're like that school. Like yeah. it has to kind of flow. Yeah. Like one time he tried to take like all the N-words out and it just didn't work mm-hmm. the same way. But like I think George Carlin, everything was written. Yeah. Everything he said was exactly how he wrote it. Everything was practiced. Yeah, same shit with Seinfeld and stuff. Yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah, I don't think, no, I like Jerry a lot and that was probably my first favorite show with he and George. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm a big Curb guy. I just got done rewatching Curb. I don't watch that enough. That yeah. shit'll rock. If, that shit'll blow your socks off. Yeah, bro. if you're a George guy, you should love it because George is based I'm also, off Larry. I'm also like, I grew up being George Costanza. Yeah. My mother looks exactly like Estelle Costanza. Yeah. Like, at one point, I had glasses at like 11. They're like, it's it. And that was like my favorite show as a kid, kid. Yeah. Was Seinfeld. It's still timeless, too. If you put it I on can't watch. No, the la- dude, the laugh track. Uh, get to you. Oh, like, yeah. there's things that you notice now that it, like makes my skin skin crawl a little bit, and they're not like Jerry's. I never thought was that funny. He is less funny yeah. going back. Well, Whereas, that's what makes me appreciate Curb so much more because Larry is just a genius. He's way funnier. Larry didn't write the last season. He's way funnier than Jerry. Yeah, and they don't exactly write that show, right? Yeah, that's all like improv. Like they have the Reno nine one one was like that too. Yeah, the, but uh, I think the best thing. Well, I'm with this. I'll tell you this of what I think because we're almost out of time. Sure, but. Curb, the best thing to ever happen was, and this is when I really got into loving Curb. Mm-hmm. Like, I always liked it. But sure. uh, when JB Smooth joined the cast, and it's just Larry and JB Smooth, the old, whitest Jewish dude and with JB the blackest Smooth. dude yeah. in the world, and they just live together. And, and you can't La- get rid of them. And not only that, Larry understands that he doesn't understand anything. And yeah. it's so funny. If he <laughs> wasn't rich, because you know what a fuck he is. From yeah. watching that, he's a real fuck. But like, you see him watch him have no legs yeah. to stand on. From what I heard, he's like, he, so obviously the character's based on himself. Yeah. But I, I've heard people be like, he's literally one of the nicest dudes ever, though, at the same time, too. And I'm like, oh, wow, no kidding. Well, because I think like his neurosis makes him appreciative. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he was the man and nobody knew till he yeah. did this show. And I think this is the scary part. I think I relate to him too much because like, I don't find him in the wrong that often. I'm like, I get where he's coming here's, from. Here's where you and Larry got to learn. Um, I used to be very black and white. There's like the right answer. There's the wrong answer. Yeah. You have to learn to feel through the situation <laughs> yeah, in real time. True. And it sucks because it's real easy. It's real easy just to be like, wrong answer. Sticking, yeah. You know, it's really easy to have your guns and you're right. And when you're right, it makes it even worse. But yeah. like what I try and do now is it's not a math problem. I'm yeah. not trying to get the right answer. Right. This is a real life situation. So I think what is the most beneficial outcome of this for me? Yeah. And then how do I get there you know and at the same time i get stuck in the little neuroses like i'll be at a party and i won't know where like i'll see somebody eating something dope and i'll be like oh man i wish i could have some but i won't ask anybody yeah you know what i mean i get it i won't ask anybody (laughs) you know that's terrifying (laughs) but that's me fighting myself i don't like fighting other people too much you know what i mean i rather so like in those weird awkward social moments either i'm going to take the awkwardness all the way to 10 yeah and then i win or I'm going to try and be as nice as palatable as possible. Even if I got to take a loss, at least take it and be, you know, go on with my day. Larry gets roped in for like four days on the, like, the dumbest shit. Yeah. He does it to himself. He does. Well, on that, dude. Yo, this is a real pleasure, bro. Dude, pleasure. This was a to real pleasure. Meet you too. Absolutely. Great chemistry. Absolutely. Maybe yeah, I'm I'll be back. I know. I'll be back. Come I told back, I told you that before. I was like, yeah. I'll be back on this podcast. Well, we are going to start doing return guests soon, and I think I'm pairing them up with people, too. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And you got, like, the interfaces and stuff? We'll talk offline. Yeah, we'll start doing yeah. that. Let's, yeah, yeah. let's uh, up. up.